Hello, welcome back <laughs> to the Wanda Vision After, after show. show. And today we're talking about episode five. five. Yeah. I'm Han of Han Talks First. And I'm Rice Crispy, the Rice Crispiest Crispy that they're, I don't know. My <laughs> lovely little girlfriend here. And we come here every Friday and talk about the WandaVision TV series. And today was a great one. It was so, so good. good. <laughs> and uh, we're going to try and keep it, it linear oh so God, we can it was worth the wait i feel like we're gonna still go on like 50 tangents but you know oh yeah so here, here's how the show is gonna work today we're gonna tell you our general thoughts and then we're gonna walk you through this episode and then we're gonna end talking about the major event that happened mm -hmm. in this episode so if you want to just skip to the end to hear our thoughts about that go ahead but we have a lot of cool things to talk about today otherwise so why don't you go first? What were your general thoughts on this episode oh, five? My God. I mean, it was, I was so excited. I suddenly forgot that it was even going to be Friday. And then I'm like, wait, oh my God, it's Friday. Remember, I was telling you, like, oh, Thursday's tomorrow. Like, we can watch WandaVision tomorrow. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> but now we, okay, oh my God. I, now it's the way for next week again. It was so intense. We got inside and outside world action today, which I'm really excited about. So we still are starting to learn more about what's going on at the same time that it's kind of unraveling, like breaking apart in a way, but not really. But, oh my God. I know we're going to go deeper into like what happened once we get into it. But so far, I'm just really excited, kind of creeped out, <laughs> very creeped out and just shocked and i got slightly spoiled for this mm. week it wasn't even this episode but it was amazing and i'm gonna pass it on to you um yeah it, was, <laughs> it did have a lot of creepy elements in this one i love when it <clears throat> breaks yeah. the the tone and shifts into more of like the darker stuff uh, i will say first of all this is pre-recorded so if you are watching this live uh sorry we couldn't do it live but we, I, we will be in the chat room with you so if you want to send in questions or thoughts we will be able to respond to you either way um just had a scheduling complex so we couldn't do it live here um with that out of the way my general thoughts was i loved it uh it's this one it still had that sitcom element but it was kind of breaking that mold a little bit since we're now introduced rambo and the the fbi agent and their attempts to try and understand what's going on too which is kind of i, I love that about the show because it's kind of like us represented as a character in the yeah. show like trying to figure <laughs> out what's going on and slowly figuring out that when you you know like the comments that were made about the things that go in turn into that time period but what if you send in something that's already from, a, from yeah, that time period so <laughs> yeah i would never would have thought to do something like that so um rambo is just becoming one of my favorite so characters cool. of the show and she's um she's a good actress too every time she's on screen it's like i just i wonder how come i've never seen her in anything before because she's really talented she's gonna be huge now i like I think she has like a even brighter future going forward. Yeah, well, every, everyone does when they do I mean, a exactly, Marvel movie. Yeah. It's like they come in like uh, we were talking like weeks ago about Taika. Okay, yeah, how he, he no one really knew who Taika was. And now then, with a uh, Chloe Zhao. Oh yeah, like we were just yeah. talking about that because she was just announced to be making a new Dracula movie. And she's gonna do Eternals, and she's like on her way to like get a bunch of awards. She's, I mean, 
I'm Zeus out here like making stars. <laughs> yeah, she won the Golden Lion, which is the most mm. prestigious award for independent filmmakers. And that's how she got the Eternals movie. And now she's making a Dracula. And uh, so I'm excited to see what she does too, because mm-hmm. I hear nothing but like amazing things about yeah. Eternals. So, and I know nothing about too. it. So I'm even more excited about that. Mm-hmm. But and about WandaVision, the whole like, I just, I love when it, I've already said it, but when they break the tone mm-hmm. and it's in the sitcom world, but then it like starts to like unfold and the, I guess the characters start to become a little self-aware that they're like, <laughs> what are we doing in like a, yeah. a sitcom world or whatever. And the uh, uh, Paul Bettany did a great job in this one. He, mm-hmm. he scared me. Wanda scared me before with like uh, just her character and how she was reacting to the things. And now Paul Bettany's character, I, I've, I, I think he's a great actor and sometimes he doesn't get the chance to do that much with vision. Mm. Um, But now it looks like he finally is. And I love, there's just so much to talk about with this episode, but it's, it's great. So I guess we can kind of start at the, at the top Mm -hmm. with the opening credits. Cause I know you wanted to talk about that. Yes. (laughs) Cause that's her favorite. Every single episode, the, the opening I'm music so and stuff. I'm glad that we got one this week because last week, I mean, we had one of the best TV openings probably ever, but we didn't get the opening yeah. sequence and everything mm-hmm. so sad. And finally, we get to the 80s and how we were talking about, like, probably 90s as well because, I mean, during this opening sequence, we have more, like, I think it was Going Pains and I forget the other show, Family Ties. Like, it kind of seemed like I don't know if you ever went to those photo booths at the mall where they you have a portrait but it paints it and it starts it as a sketch and starts no. painting it. Really? Because that's exactly what this opening reminded me of. The first part with like oh. Wanda's powers holding the brush <laughs> and it's a sketch and at the end you see the full picture. Yeah, Sorry, I, mean, I did like the just, like, watercolor Texas thing when I used to visit from in there. We I had like a photo of my brother and I and it would like sketch it out and it was showing it as it kind of like how when you save something on procreate and it like makes it for you yeah it was kind of like that and i'm just like it made me really nostalgic <laughs> and then i mean of course we have <laughs> the, um the elephant in the room <laughs> <laughs> baby vision <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of that um i was kind of i don't know which one i would have preferred i thought this was hilarious but it would have been really funny to have um, him as Jarvis or like a CPU mm-hmm. or something. And then maybe like him as like a full Paul Bettany adult, but like in a little school uniform or something. That would be so funny <laughs> yeah. to me. But like, I mean, Wanda out here is like literally making up his backstory and like basically retconning it for him. Because yeah. he doesn't remember who he is. Like in this world, he thinks that he was this child. And he grew up to beat this man. And just, I'm just so confused as to like how that would work out. Like, did she make that real? Or is it just like implanting memories? I don't know. I don't even know if if that's in Vision's mind. Because remember, he says he doesn't remember anything before. Yeah. Westview. Oh, I was, oh my God, we need to talk about that too. Yeah. But the, the opening was great. And then you had one more thing to say about that that outro to it oh. as well. So, yes. So the thing is, it ends like with a picnic sequence. So that would probably, I hope we do get like a fuller, full house. A fuller house. (laughs) A fuller house. (laughs) 
but I thought it was really cool that it ended on that. I just wish they had made like some sort of reference with the twins to be like Mary Kid and Ashley, but I thought maybe that would head to close to home or something. But I thought it was really funny how they literally played into that. And it does make sense that it would bleed in the 80s and the 90s because within the episode, Tommy and Billy age up like at least like five to ten years. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about the kids. Yes. Talk okay. about the, so it started off with the infants. Yes. They were right? like still literally crying and with their little binkies throwing them out and nonstop crying. And suddenly they're just five. Yeah, they turn just, a, they turn around and they're not in the cribs anymore. And it was weird how Wanda was saying, "Don't grow." Like she's the one doing this, unless the kids are because the kids, as far as I remember, they don't have aging powers. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's because they're not like they're real kids. Don't tell Wanda, but they're mm-hmm. not real. <laughs> Well, but, could yeah. it be that the even if whether they're not real or they are real, whether they're a figment of her mind or mm-hmm. a figment of someone else's mm-hmm. creation or they are, in fact, real, do you mm-hmm. think that they possess the same powers that she does? Because it seemed like they were in control of yeah, their own growth without weird. without Wanda knowing. Or do you... Th- I mean, maybe the thing is, like, as far as I remember, they literally only have, like... Wiccan would have the magical powers, but not as strong as Wanda's. And I mean, Bill, and Tommy would just be a speedster. So I don't know. Or maybe is it because she's technically still scripting the show? Could be. Or maybe it's not to go into like further things that we'll talk about, but Mephisto going and playing with her mind. Yeah. And so they age up once, not just once, but twice. twice. And the second time they do, they go from. Five, this age ten? to 10 yeah yeah and i i, I, let, I thought it was kind of funny because they were like <laughs> you can't have a dog till you're 10 they were like okay, okay we'll just be 10 <laughs> and it, uh, yeah i don't know the kids were they're kind of weird you Who know they, IDs, right? <laughs> <laughs> right um so the idea is that you know if them aging up ages up the world around them yeah well, right because uh, we did see a change from 80s to 90s as far as the the hairstyle went mm-hmm. and the um the clothes because mm-hmm. the clothes looked even more 90s towards the end there yeah but they when they sent in that drone they did say it was from the 80s yeah I think so that was, was that before kind of they the dog died when they were five it was before the dog died. Oh, okay also speaking of the dog oh my god how dare they kill the dog? But also, that was so creepy how they're like talking about how you can't bring people back and all that. And they're like, no, 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 mom, mom, you did this before. You can do it. Like, we know you can do it. Just bring the dog back. And Agnes is out here like, no, don't. <laughs> like, Agnes is like, mm, Wanda, don't. Bridge, don't you do it. <laughs> well, that's interesting because Agnes, so when she first appears, oh, right? Yeah, that was old. She. <laughs> She is definitely aware of oh, this mm-hmm. world, definitely. this hex dome that has been created. Oh, this is catching And Sorry. she, because at this scene on, on the screen here, uh, when she first arrives, she asks, do you want me to redo that? Do you want me to come in from, from the, the top? top? Yeah. yeah. And make it drop. That's a Agnes. That's a, <laughs> and, That's a Wanda <laughs> as punishment. I don't know. <laughs> a WAP. You heard it here first. Um 
but yeah, so I mean, she's obviously aware, and she doesn't have, you know, uh, repercussions for knowing. It seems yeah. like Wanda knows too, because right, she's just out here aging up her children, making stuff up out of nowhere in front of her. Now she kind of just doesn't care. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. But then when she sees the dog mm-hmm. at the end, and she she kind of plays dumb and is like, "Oh, Wanda, you can do that." Yeah, I felt like she was acting again. Mm-hmm. I feel like she knows that Wanda can do that, and she knows she did it to Vision. Yeah, I mean, she does seem kind of concerned though. So it can kind of be either way. I think she does know to some degree because she's aware that she's playing a role, literally. Yeah. But at the same time, like, she seems concerned. Maybe not that she can do it, but that she's done it. <clears throat> oh, my God. Sorry. So what, what was that? Um, I know nothing about it. But what is that fan fan theory about Agnes that she's some kind of... Oh, she's a witch. Ancient a witch? Yeah, so it would be Agatha, Agatha Harkness. Oh, so okay. it's Agnes. <laughs> okay. But literally, she was kind of like a mentor to Wanda. So maybe she was trying to put her systems like some therapy or something, and it just keeps going wrong or something like that. I don't know. Well, remember I told you after we saw it that what if... I still don't believe that it's just Wanda doing everything in the dome and that someone else is, you know, yeah. And so say that it's Agnes, for example, Mm -hmm. if it is her, then what if she's using Wanda to try and get the keys to Mm. creating life or reanimating life like she did to Vision? Hence the importance of that dog scene. Mm -hmm. And when we find out that she stole Vision's dead corpse from sword (laughs) and so if if not agnes i think someone is trying to figure out how to use their powers to discover other frontiers of like science and magic and stuff like that and one of them being like to control life like bring it bring it things to life or in other words to uh influence the midichlorians to create (laughs) life so Palpatine is going to return in this episode. It's all Palpatine. <laughs> um, Speaking of, we'll go back to that. Not Palpatine, but we'll go back to who it might possibly be and how that might tie into more stuff in the Marvel Cinematic Universe future. Yeah, yeah. And how that might be manifesting because I have a theory. <laughs> so what about... Um, Vision. We haven't talked about Vision yet because oh he God. had a very interesting journey oh, in this episode. Yeah. So, I mean, we've seen that Vision is like unsettled from time to time. And I mean, he's looked directly at the camera, like at some scenes and just looked at Wanda very kind of like just creeped out and concerned. Before. Yeah. But this episode, he's like fully been having his eyes open. Yep. So he was out here hanging with his friend at work. And oh my God, this unsettled me so much. <laughs> um, so yeah, they get the communication from Sword, and he's just like, "Wow, joke email, <laughs> so funny. What should we respond?" And he's like, "No, no, no. Like, I think this is real." So he, I mean, having his like his powers, he will literally be able to like tap into people's like mind and see what is actually going on in there. And I mean, like we've been thinking and like how it's been kind of talked about, she is having these people hostage and in their own minds and their own homes but like 
he, they have no idea what's going on. They're being made to say the things they say, made to do the things they do, look the way they do. So he's completely just like destroyed. He thinks like, where's my phone? I have to talk to my family. Where's everyone? What am I doing? Who am I? Like, and then he will call out Wanda and oh my God, the scene was also so like funny at the same time because of like the credits. She was trying to like end the like the conversation be like no no yeah. no roll credits <laughs> and vision's like no we actually need to talk about this you can't hide these things from me like she's kind of gaslighting vision in this episode and it makes yeah. me feel really bad because i mean this guy he's he literally was dead and and she against his wishes brought him back and it's kind of using him as a puppet to like live out her like life that she wanted which i understand it's really sad but at the same time like that's not the right way to go about things. Don't put people through stuff they don't want to be put through. Like, that's not really cool. It was cool that they were like talking about it for once. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know what you think. Um, both of those those scenes that were up on the screen here, the one where he's uh, confronting his coworker about the mm-hmm. message that came up on the computer, and the one where him and Wanda have a big fight and start to like their power against each other a little bit um are both scenes that stuck out the most to me because it's i love when the mcu kind of messes with and disturbs genre filmmaking mm-hmm. because it's it's breaking that sitcom world and going into the real world and it, but it's also dark and creepy and yeah like you said at this scene where the it's revealed that these people are under under control of of wanda and they have no you know ability to you know do anything about it it was terrifying because it's like imagine being in that situation it's like almost like being in a a coma where there's literally nothing you can do but you can you're still experiencing everything through that control of someone else it's kind of like the sunken place what's the sunken place like from get out Oh they're yeah, still yeah, aware, yeah. but like they're not in control of what they're doing, and they're made to live out this whole other life with yeah. someone else in the driving seat. And Wanda was out here deflecting, being like, "Oh, I'm not in control of them. I don't take them to the dentist." I'm like, <laughs> "You kind of do, though." <laughs> but you're out here like controlling who their identities are. That's kind of a little bit more than mowing their lawn. <laughs> like, yeah, like she was trying to be like, "Oh, that's silly." I'm like girl, you're literally one of the most powerful beings in the whole universe, but okay. <laughs> yeah. And and they revealed that she might even be more powerful than she was letting on. Right. So that's, I mean, what exactly, like, is she more powerful than Captain Marvel? I mean, I thought normally that they're like pretty much like toe to toe. Yeah. We'll go, it, we'll go into it that could, too. It could be. Um, back again to this scene here of when Wana and Vision have their fight. Yeah, like you said, how she was trying to end the conversation by rolling the credits, mm-hmm. but he was trying to keep it going, and the tone was shifting. Yeah. Uh, they they revealed their powers to one another. They started turning on each other, which has never been seen before mm-hmm. by them because they were kind of like an ideal couple for a little while. Mm-hmm. And this, it makes me just appreciate the whole show because this show is literally like nothing we've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. It's You can't compare it to anything else because it's so different. And that's what I love about the MCU and what they're doing because it's it's not just a simple it's not like oh we're going to make a TV show for Disney Plus because we can. Right. It's not this, a money graph like they're trying to tell a story here. This seemed like a a a thought out 
necessary story to tell about these characters. And the way I, the reason why I think this, this works as a television show compared to other TV series or uh, miniseries or episodical storytelling is because we already know the characters Mm -hmm. and the reason why every episode is so, so riveting and enjoyable with great narrative is because we everything everything there's exposition is over we already know everything about the world we know everything about these characters and kind of context about what has happened in the past so we it's just just enjoying a ride Mm -hmm. it's not we're not waiting in the line to get on the roller coaster anymore (laughs) we're just on the roller coaster taking the turns (laughs) yeah and that's what why i think this show separates from other shows and i think future shows can learn from it instead of taking a tv series and then adapting a movie afterwards what like taking a movie or movies and adapting it to the television is seems to be at least in my opinion working in favor of the audience and also the storytellers as well because you there's there's more time to tell a story on a television show but without all the boring exposition and stuff like that. It's just, it's every episode is great and it's, Mm -hmm. it's fun, but overall the show is so different and it's, it stands out to me among everything else I've ever seen. I've seen a lot of people too, that they kind of like put the show like aside. They're like, Oh, what can be so interesting about Wanda and vision? I'm like, really? I know in the movies we haven't seen that much of them because it's mostly been focused on like, tony cap like even for some reason clint like stuff like that like it's they haven't been able to show that much of them but i think they have such an interesting relationship and like literally gone through hell and back and i mean they even have like in this universe they have origins in common kind of in a way oh my god sorry my voice is still waking up (laughs) but i mean literally strucker was able to like bring out their abilities for Wanda and Pietro through the Mind Stone and Vision is like the embodiment pretty much of like the Mind Stone like brought to life from it so they even have like that connection bringing them together and they've gone like he's been able to like ground her and he's been she's been able to like bring him to show more of like his human side he's changed so much and she has to and I mean it makes sense that people would want to see like to make the show to oh camera <laughs> to bring their relationship to the forefront and kind of talk more about them and show people how interesting these characters are because in the comics I mean people know that they've been doing so much and they're so important but it kind of breaks my heart when people are like oh it's just a throwaway show because it's just two side characters I'm like no well, I thought it was going to be too, honestly. Yeah. When they announced they were doing a WandaVision show, I was like, really? Out of everything you can do, you're going to do those two people? I love them in MCU, but I, I the same thing happened with The Mandalorian. Like I was like, why are you going to make a show about uh, a, a Mandalorian? Mandalorian when, man. Yeah, it, it just seemed off to me, but it's just a matter of like having good storytellers, mm-hmm. good actors, a good concept. And I, I was wrong. I've been wrong about the mcu every time i watch one of their movies because i i wasn't a fan of the idea of doctor strange it took me three years to go watch that movie and when i finally did i was like what was i thinking (laughs) i should never doubt kevin feige because (laughs) pretty much you know wrong he's he's very methodical he he knows what he's doing for the star wars fans out there he's like a thron he takes every (laughs) step very seriously and he knows what 
his outcome is going to be like at all times. He's got a vision, a Wanda vision. Uh, speaking of the making of the show, I want to, can I read from the article real course, quick? Because yeah. this kind of ties into what we're talking about here. So this is an article from Digital Spy. Um, I will link it below if you guys want to check it out. Now, here we go. It should be on the screen now. Okay, so WandaVision boss Jack Schaefer, who we've talked about on the show many times, had a lot of headaches planning to the show. So this is talking about how she came up with the idea and stuff like that. The first four episodes have now landed on Disney Plus with a mystery-filled series has certainly kicked off phase four in an intriguing fashion. It's filled with Easter eggs, hidden hints, Marvel callbacks, Mm -hmm. and also ranks the or marks the return of MCU characters we've met in movies, including Monica Rambeau, etc. So many of the p- puzzle pieces to put together, it's no surprise that the show's boss, Jack Schaefer, had a lot of headaches while planning out the plot. So here's a quote from her about the reveal of putting everything together together on a logistical nightmare. She says, I think that when we were breaking the story, it was really hard. We had a lot of goals. There were a lot of different levels. I had a lot of memories. When I think about the early stages of breaking it, I remember a lot of headaches and just being like, how do we hold (laughs) this all in? We had so many different systems and color coding and formats to make it all work. And the decision making of what's too much, what's, what's gilding the lily, what's not enough. All of those early development decisions are really hard. She also went on to say, and then the production phase of it, you know, Matt and Mark Worthington and Mays Ruby and Rubo and all the people involved in the actual execution of it. It was a dream because it was so beautiful because of all the beautiful stuff that came together so incredibly well. And all of these people are at the top of their game. So that was only challenging it in the grind of the grind of production, in the grind of it, in the grind of production. And then it's just been the weight of wanting to see everyone to see it. So there was some additional quotes from her about this. uh, This is Jack about how she, when she was coming up with the idea of actually how to, how to make it realistically believable that this would be a television show. And she explained that she actually got that idea in college because her roommate was an electrical uh, technical uh, major in, in something like that in like radio waves and all that kind of stuff. So she actually learned from, her college roommate, how to make it believable that it, a show could be transmitted from Wait. a world like that. Oh. And she, I, I can't, hmm. I, I thought so it was it in, back deep. yeah, I thought it was in this article that she talked about it. I guess I was, I clicked on the wrong cool. one, but that's, that's a gist of it. But it, she's obviously very talented and mm-hmm. she, seems like a very smart woman i mean the yeah. show is very complex it's, when you think about it yeah. my you can tell intelligent because mm-hmm. in order for this show to have been like greenlit by kevin feige it had to have like the perfect pitch yeah. and i can't imagine how you pitch a show like this mm-hmm. um because it's so different right. and to get someone on board with it but it's There's great no from like yeah it has to be like pitch it right in the first like you have to do it in this amount of time, sell them on it, and show them that you're able to do this extremely ambitious task. Yeah. And why I wanted to bring that up was because she talks about the writing process and how she wanted to make it um, 
as scientifically accurate as possible which is kind of weird to think about because there's right. it's it's a show about a, a dome and mm -hmm. superheroes and whatever but the science behind it being transmitted to a television series is actually real yeah like that is scientifically like adding accurate realism to something so yeah. fantastical to bring it to be like oh this could happen and like the we cosmic radiation yeah that helps uh you know transform everything mm -hmm. and the instruments that darcy's using and like that's all real stuff and it's just really cool how they can you know relate it back to our world and make it make it even more believable and stuff like and that that makes sense then why they would bring back darcy because she could be the like one of the yeah. characters who could put that exposition to like explain what's going on and make it sound real because otherwise yeah. i mean they could have like i don't know just either just jimmy or some like other person be like oh yeah this is what happens like no 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 like they've already pretty much established that magic is like science like extreme science yeah and stuff like that so like yeah it makes sense to bring like a scientist to explain something so fantastical <laughs> and be like no, no no this is legit like believe me i'm a doctor <laughs> kind of thing like yeah yeah it would it would make sense i mean literally doctor strange is a doctor too but that's a different kind of doctor <laughs> <laughs> he's a magician and a doctor <laughs> so uh let's talk about the scene with wanda when she breaks the fourth wall oh because that was a a terrifying scene oh my god i was so scared she was about to just like and honestly like everyone knew there's going to be some kind of cameo in the show and i thought this was going to be the moment that a cameo was revealed honestly oh here yeah because it kind of like really built up the moment of someone walking out of that dome oh you, mm -hmm. and i thought it was i thought it was going to be some random person that yeah. we've never seen before but that would be like coming in to explain what's going on or whatever yeah. but it was wanda and she was terrifying <laughs> yeah the whole thing where like they oh my god that the head of sword i just want to punch him in the face for being such an idiot and he's really horrible. dumb like he literally tried to like nuke wanda <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just like what's wrong with you do you know who this woman is like she will kick your ass like in one second like he literally tried to like throw a missile at her then everything goes down they don't know what's going on and then she comes out mad as ever like thanos angry level mm -hmm. like, i thought that she was just gonna be like you try to take everything away from me <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be like i know exactly who you are <laughs> or something like that <laughs> But I mean, she kind of just said like, "Hey, I got what I want. Leave me alone." Yeah. Bye. <laughs> but she still. I mean, oh my god, when she pointed back, like when she controlled those like army guys to like point at him. Oh yeah. That freaked me out when they had like all the like the mind control dies. Yeah. Just like because <laughs> that's probably what the people inside Westview look like if they didn't have the protection design. Like they're probably all like. Yeah. Have yeah. They're. Sort of they look. have some kind of mask on. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see. And that scene really kind of introduced a whole lot of more problems that they could mm -hmm. face going forward. Sword in that in that mm -hmm. case. And you know, Monica's trying to, you know, tell her we understand whatever. One thing I said was well, what if like at the rate that the show is going as far as like the time the time lapse aspect mm -hmm. of it, you know, her kids are about to almost going to be adults soon. And so <laughs> <They're ten. laughs> you know, she's not really causing harm yeah. to anybody. I mean, oh, yeah, she's oh, controlling right. them. Said, yeah. But like, why not? Why not just let her <laughs> like live out her fantasy? Because she's got 
maybe like a couple more days since they're going years by and every single every single day so why not just let her live out her fantasy and then maybe she'll like be more open to negotiating like okay here's all the people back like unless she like keeps going back and restarting yeah, can, her life she, she can basically have it not end though yeah yeah i mean there's tons of tv shows she could like do mm-hmm. different types of styles and stuff yeah. but that was interesting and so then after that monica rambo and jimmy woo and darcy all start talking about alternatives mm-hmm. and who can who they can ask to come help and something interesting <laughs> happened oh <laughs> something very dramatic <laughs> happened uh-huh. darcy recommend was it darcy recommended darcy because i mean there's only like one other person that's been known to like first of all have survived an infinity stone and have gotten like powers from it or stem from being exposed to it yeah and i mean monica also knows her yep captain marvel <laughs> yeah so that that interesting comment when darcy was like mm-hmm. we could call captain marvel and yeah. rambo just was like he's like oh didn't like, really she just shoved it off like no 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 yeah, or whatever like, what was i wonder what happened i think it might be just because she spent so much time in space again she kind of felt left alone i think i think she's sick maybe she didn't visit the mom i think she's upset yeah, yeah. because of that maybe she didn't visit her mom in the hospital but i mean she, I mean, she's obviously taking care of planets and stuff like yeah. that but that was very interesting to hear which makes me yeah it me too which makes me hope that she marvel does show up oh mm-hmm. so they can have like a dramatic yeah. confrontation maybe they can make up and like you know be even stronger because i mean we were talking about this like what if I mean, what when Monica got like thrown out and broke the fourth wall, she was exposed to Wanda's powers and the radiation in it. Yeah. What if that's the source of her photon powers? I I well, I definitely believe that. Mm-hmm. I think I think we were being exposed that was going to happen this episode to that cosmic radiation. She's going to get some kind of power from that, mm-hmm. and uh, she's going to come into a situation probably whenever they break into the dome. Yeah she's gonna have to fight wanda and she'll like block herself and accidentally like put up a shield or something and realize oh i have powers yeah oh my god it was so cool and then that could like she was exposed to the radiation which affects her her biological state and what if all the people that break into the hex whatever get the same thing thus mutants are born yeah because i mean i think i mean Elizabeth Olsen had been mentioning that she, when when Ultron was like they're doing their press run, they would be like, "Oh, I want to do House of M," but they never do that because it's a little bit dark and it's a little bit crazy. And also, mutants they didn't have the rights of them, but now they own Fox, so I really think that she's gonna be like literally shape reality into bringing mutants into the world. So that could definitely be it. I don't know if every single person who like go in will be that, but I mean, they said her powers aren't only in that place. Yeah. Or they're large enough to affect more than just Westview. So maybe Eastview. I'm kidding. <laughs> maybe more. And that's how she will literally break apart and like shape reality to bring mutants back. And speaking of that, we'll get back to that too. <laughs> well, now there's evidence to back up that that could happen. Yeah. And also evidence that they're probably going to bring back some Fox characters mm-hmm. from Marvel as well. You, you can want to talk about that? Moving my eyebrows. 
god. Let's talk about it. Let's okay. just jump into so it. We need to talk about the special cameo. Evan Peters. <laughs> Boom. Look at that. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, <no! laughs> Sorry. I, I, I had this spoiled for me. <laughs> And I still scream <laughs> because I love Quicksilver so much. He's such a cool character. And I mean, in the MCU, we barely saw him and he just kind of died. <laughs> when I saw, the, when it shows the back of his head, I was, I, I thought it was Magneto. Oh. Because oh. <laughs> of the, the he had like longer hair or whatever. And I don't, uh, I don't like know. Fast I just thought it was, huh? Like Foster? No, 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 no. Or just uh, like Like Ian. Oh. McKellen mm-hmm. Magneto. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> I don't know why I went to that first, but like it just looked like a, a silver fox or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> but no, it was this guy. Still oh, shocking. I mean, even though it was like heavily implied there was going to be some kind of reveal this episode, it was still kind of it was still exciting. About. Yeah, yeah, it was heavily debated. But so this introduces so many like new questions, mm-hmm. right? Yes. What? What happened to her real brother? Is this her real brother, but in a different form? Is this a scroll in disguise? Is it, are they introducing the multiverse and saying that MCU Fox was its own separate uh, universe inside of the same world, like yeah. galaxy? And, you know, what, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Why doesn't Wanda, have, why does she realize this as her uh, actual, like, brother like the kick-ass guy right yeah like it was so weird because i mean you see him from the back and he has i don't know if it's just the shot or anything but the hair looks really different from the back shot he looks like mcu pietro and then when they show his face he has this hair and it's evan peters so i think it took her a moment to process it and she wanted to manifest her pietro but she manifested peter <laughs> Oh, I see way. what you're saying. Yeah. So she like she couldn't accept that it was her brother back, so she changed his look. I mean, the thing is she couldn't accept and then she accepted him. So wouldn't it be the other way around? Yeah. I think she wanted to bring him back, but then because he is not in Westview, she had to bring some other Pietro because he was dead. Yeah. So I have a couple theories for this. So Yeah, can you talk about that? Okay. I'm gonna use the restroom real quick. Oh, of course. Go Sorry ahead. guys, you're stuck with me for a second. <laughs> so okay. Let's go. I don't know which one to start with. So one, I think either she did bring back a Pietro and she wouldn't want to like manifest one, but she broke the multiverse. So she brought the X-Men Pietro into this world. Hence, like going into um, Doctor Strange with the whole Spider-Man thing, multiverse of madness. Or this is another person from Westview, maybe even the witness protection person, since it is implied to be a guy or even crazier. So it is Mephisto taking the form of a Quicksilver to try to like toy with Wanda. And that also goes into the whole multiverse of madness. Or I also saw this one other thing. I don't remember this character, but apparently Mephisto isn't the only person who could be possessing possessing quicksilver and it could be was it chiton chitol it was this one character and he also took over quicksilver's body at one point so we have a couple options (laughs) and honestly with how crazy marvel is going either of them could be true (laughs) and i'm also kind of down for any of them (laughs) 
but something does seem off because she just took a second to like recognize him. Maybe it's kind of like an uncanny valley is like, oh, this kind of looks and feels like my brother, but that's not what his face looks like. That's not how I remember him looking. So it could really be anyone's guess at this point. I don't know if you heard anything that I said. Hi. No. <laughs> okay, should I go back from the top? No, no, you're fine. Okay. Whoa, he's back. Um, but yeah, it, it's, this is going to be it's going to be crazy. Uh, yeah. Like what, like what's going to happen next? You know, mm-hmm. how are they going to address this to the audience? How is sword going to react to this? Mm-hmm. They'd be like, that's not Pietro. Right. Cause they knew him. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it, this is going to, it's going to get crazy. It's going to get, yeah. and to think we have like only four more episodes left, <gasps> possibly five more episodes. There's a rumored secret 10th episode that hasn't been announced. So we'll have to see <laughs> if that, if that is real too. Did you talk about the, Elizabeth quote yet? No. So, so I had something to point out. Regarding the the cameo, you know, two days ago or three days ago, Elizabeth Olsen was interviewed about mm-hmm. WandaVision saying like, you know, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff. And this is where some of the rumors started about, oh, just double tap. Okay. <laughs> and so I'll let, I'll let Chris talk about oh, the, right. the quote for that. So, I mean, I saw that the leaks had happened a couple of days before this quote was released. So I don't know if it was either to like damage control or to make it look like it was on purpose or something. But it says Olsen hinted the TV line, another MCU vet could be making a visit to Westview and not one that they had already heard about. So apparently, I mean, obviously she said it was going to be like on the level of Luke Skywalker coming back. And they said, oh, it hasn't leaked yet. And she said yes. And she didn't go into any specifics aside from she was excited. So I don't think it was Evan Peters at all. Because first of all, it says it hasn't been leaked yet. The casting call hadn't been leaked. And it's at MCU Vet. But it's weird because it said they haven't seen or... Oh, okay. Heard about as in like leaked. But it says MCU Vet. So it has to be someone from the... Marvel Cinematic Universe right. can't possibly be be like Quicksilver, like Evan Peters Quicksilver. So sadly, this also throws out my Magneto theory. <laughs> right, yeah. Or what was it? What was the other one we were talking about? Like Tobey Maguire. Because <laughs> right. we also had like the whole like maybe it's Spider-Man. <laughs> but not to say that we still can't see those mm-hmm. those people, but it's interesting that yeah. she did say it's an MCU veteran. Yes. It, so a lot of people will assume this was the major cameo, mm-hmm. and honestly, major, it, it is major, um, but it might not be the one that we were all led to believe is coming. Yeah. I believe it's possibly a misdirect from mm-hmm. Disney, um, mm-hmm. because to kind of lead up like uh, the Evan Peters, is that his name? Yeah. That this is the cameo you've been waiting for, like don't expect anything else, right? Mm-hmm. But actually, there's going to be something else coming up. Yeah. As far as who that could be, I, I suggested, um, well, none of mine makes sense anymore, but at the time <laughs> I suggested um, Chris Evans, oh, yeah. but the Fantastic Four version of Chris Evans. Oh, <laughs> so Johnny Storm. Like, I mean, yeah. That wouldn't happen. I just thought it'd be fun. I, mean, um, I thought maybe we can get like, it'd be cool if it was like because he said something about astronauts being stuck in space or something in the fourth episode i think they mentioned something about space and yeah, people being yeah. stuck in there so i'm like oh, is it reed richards and sue storm is it the fantastic four <laughs> and i mean they're 
scientists too, so they would be able to like know well, what's going apparently on. Apparently, the guy who went in the sewer, the mm-hmm. B guy, yeah, Franklin something. That's the name of Reed Richards' son what? from the comics. It may have just been an Easter egg, maybe. Yeah, but that's what like I heard. Thing. Yeah, but I saw mm-hmm. someone put that down there, and apparently, Franklin uh, Richards. Is mm-hmm. it Reed Richards? Yeah. So apparently Franklin Richards is like really? one of the most powerful beings in all of Marvel. What? I don't know anything about well, it. Just he telling be you what I heard. Like some random sorty. That's why I think it was just like a Mr. little Richard. a little Easter egg. Yeah. Like like hey, remember the comics? Though. Like check yeah. that out. Um, <laughs> I mean, because I I know it's not confirmed or anything, but I'm hoping for Sue Storm and Reed Richards. We get um, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. I hope so too. <laughs> They'd be so cute. They would. They would be perfect, and everyone would love that. Mm-hmm. They would love it so much. Yeah. So I mean, maybe in Jim and Pam. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dwight. Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of families suffer every year. Um, but. I honestly don't know. We also, I mean, this morning I mentioned, let's go crazy. What if it's Stan Lee? <laughs> and that would honestly be that, really that would good. be the Lukeiest level of Luke you can get. Yeah, because if it's Luke level, Has it you were like, also saying it's like it, it's either like, like Tony, Tony Cap, Cap, Stanley would be a good one. Like, there's a piece of B roll out there somewhere that hasn't been used and they sneak him into this that would be absolutely beautiful yeah i would love that there was one thing i forgot to mention about monica rambo mm-hmm. and the captain marvel situation when darcy brought up captain marvel and she kind of shrugged it off she did say i know someone who would be perfect for this job mm-hmm. and then she sent a text and i think she sent a text to nick fury because yes. he's a part of the sword uh space station mm-hmm. Uh, space district jurisdiction and she's probably more in charge of like the ground jurisdiction so I think she's going to call him and I've been saying since the beginning I think I think Nick Fury's coming and I think Captain Marvel is coming I think both of them are going to be in the show because they uh, Nick has a a TV show coming right Nick Fury has a TV show or a miniseries I think he I I thought he did. I don't know. I think he, I mean, he's probably going to show up in like most of them anyway. Yeah. I don't know if he has his own. It'd be cool though. It'd yeah. It'd be cool if they let him curse. <laughs> yeah. I just want to throw that out there because there is still someone else coming yeah. that is from possibly from the MC that we know about, but there is someone else coming to the show that is going to be a great reveal. I, I mm-hmm. think, I think that's what's yeah. going to happen. But um, now we're looking forward to it. So like be better. <laughs> there was one question I had that, could just be nothing but each commercial like commercial that we've seen in every episode has something to do with wanda's life we had yeah. the strucker watch we yes. had um so, uh, we had something else oh the, the toaster the from toaster for stark, tony stark the hydro soak so, so and what then is, this last one is what does lagos. paper towels have to do what no, is lagos so lagos is the city that she destroyed in civil war oh at the beginning of civil war when she like tried to throw the bomb Oh okay, okay. I was I knew it had something to do with her life. I just couldn't I couldn't remember what yeah. it was. Okay, and also somebody pointing this out. It's kind of weird how the most ominous commercial is the one that's Stark. So what if it's some sort of Hydra influence to try to be like, hey hey hey, remember these things from your life? This one we're gonna put relaxing imagery with Hydra, and we're gonna put like, oh look, paper towels to clean up your mess, and like, oh, what was the other one? 
a watch so you can it's useful but then they're like having weird beeping with stark or maybe it was morse code and we just haven't decided like just deciphered it and it's trying to like there's also a message hidden in there well yeah they all feel kind of like um (laughs) well they feel like early 2000s american war brain uh manipulation what is it called brainwashing Mm. yeah because subliminal messaging yeah because back in the early 2000s remember like the iraq war brainwashing was like a a huge deal and all they did was like play videos in front of these people it was just terrible and then they would it was just different images and different like subliminal messages like propaganda style and that's what a lot of these commercials feel like 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 wanda is being brainwashed or she's brainwashing the audience Mm. of the show i don't i don't know she be like hey stand hydra like no i don't know but it's like everything mm. everything is going to like it's going to be weird when this show is over every little thing is going to make sense yeah like and we still technically don't know the significance of the two storks being there like Mm. why she couldn't use her powers against them right she had no influence over them uh, her powers didn't work. Is Similar like to her how her powers working against her, like backfiring, or like her manifesting stuff without, like, like well, her subconscious kind of thing. Because her powers also didn't work on her children. Yeah. So, because she had to force them, like, hey, don't turn. Mm-hmm. And then also, she couldn't shut them up when they were crying in bed. Yeah. So it's, and then with the commercials and everything like that, I think it's yeah. all gonna come together, and it's gonna be a very, I don't know, it's just so it's different. Really conflicting, like waves kind of like canceling yeah. stuff out yeah it's kind of like maybe someone's like interfering with it and yeah yeah something like that probably anyway i'm excited yeah. <laughs> i don't know what to expect next i hope it's the halloween episode i don't know why but i'm really I, that's i'm really looking forward to that for some reason i mean because the costumes i think the cool. costumes are so cute and also um i think this is the episode with like when with halloween costumes where vision will find out he's dead because you said yeah. in the commercial, like she, unless that was a misdirect, like because Marvel likes to film stuff to like throw people off. I, I think I, he will find out. I think it will be the next one, and I think when he finds out from Agnes, that's when he. Because in the in the promo for this week's episode, it showed him going through the dome yes. wall. He's going to so, start like further questioning everything and try to see what is outside. Yeah, the, he's this, able to too because. Yeah, this one had so many like so many setups, so much ambiguity because like he's obviously dead. Vision is dead. Mm -hmm. But how is he coming back to life without the Mind Stone? Mm -hmm. And it's we do know it it is Vision because she stole the body. Yeah. But it's like I think I mean, this is going to all tie in also. I mean, with the whole thing with Loki and the whole reversing of them like the infinity stones could she have gained access to it or is his corpse literally just going around and it wasn't a vision but it's in her head of his corpse okay because you said that check this out what if what if the cameo is captain america but it's not old cap it's young cap and young cap comes back because he went through the time ordinance by loki (gasps) And then Loki turned him into young Cap and sent him back to this time period. And that's the cameo that's coming back at the end. <laughs> what if that happens? I mean, Chris yeah, Evans. It could be wrong, but he comments. is coming back as he Captain. Is, so like, it, yeah, yes, it was, that, that was report sense. by a variety in Hollywood Reporter. So it's real. Um, 
I don't know. You said something that just made me think, the, the, like I mean, I the time and everything like that. Um, what if Johnny Storm does? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm hot because I'm a flame. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm really excited. I don't know what's what's gonna happen next, but I know I'm I'm in. I'm in yeah. it either way. I don't have. I, that's all I have to say about this episode. Do you have any? Um, I might be forgetting something, but yeah, it seems pretty good so far. Um, I'm just really excited. I want it to be Friday again because this is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, we just had like a weird image of some person with like Olaf's head on him, and they kind of freaked me. <laughs> <laughs> What if it's Elsa? <laughs> it, it, that's the that's the cameo. <laughs> She's part of the Princess Avengers. What do you mean? And on that note, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, that's it for today's episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah All I done. So. I think we covered everything. Um, let us know what you thought about the show, about the episode, about this episode. If you have any other theories or comments, or yeah. if you're going to call us out for getting something wrong, anything. Put them in the comments. Nice. Yeah. Put them in the comments. Like this video, it helps out a ton. Mm-hmm. Sorry, oh. one second. I, I gotta, time? I gotta work on this camera thing. It's <laughs> it cam- so annoying. The shy. Um, if you are listening on the podcast, feel free to head over to the YouTube. Check mm-hmm. out some of the videos there. It's more than just the live streams. You can check out other content as well. We um, do Star Wars episodes mm-hmm. every week, every Monday and Wednesday. We'll be back live on Monday with a new episode of Han Talks First, talking about Star Wars and some new stuff that's happening there. And we will be back next um, friday at noon to talk about wanda episode six mm. and we'll see how far our speculations came to fruition mm-hmm. or not we could just be completely yes, wrong we can just make some new ones if we're wrong it's yep fine. <laughs> that's what we're here for but please tell your friends share this show with everyone you know so that uh we can talk with more people and share our love mm-hmm. for wandavision check out our social medias down below and follow us there you can you know, ask us questions, whatever. Um, but thank you so much for watching today. And we will see you guys very Next soon. Time. Bye. Bye.